بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger may Allah salah and salam be upon the Prophet Muhammad his noble and pure family and his noble companions and those who follow on their path until the day of resurrection we continue the explanation of Surah Al-Kahf and we have reached verse number 57 uh, so this will be verse number uh, 57 and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مِمَّنْ ذُكِّرَ بِآيَاتِ رَبِّهِ فَأَعْرَضَ عَنْهَا وَنَسِيَ مَا قَدَّمَتْ يَدَاهِ إِنَّا جَعَلْنَا عَلَى قُلُوبِهِمْ أَكِنَّةً أَنْ يَفْقَهُوهُ وَفِي آذَانِهِمْ وَقْرًا وَإِنْ تَدْعُهُمْ إِلَى الْهُدَى فَلَنْ يَهْتَدُوا إِذًا أَبَدًا And who does more wrong than he who is reminded of the ayat of Allah? Meaning, being admonished by the ayat, the verses and the proofs and the evidences and the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the ayat of Allah are two types one is called kawni which means universal and the other is shari'i which means legal these are the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his signs and his revelations pertain to two aspects first one is universal this is called kawni just like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's universal decree of taking and eliminating the previous nations who belied or his legal legislation like the Quran itself is from the verses or the ayat, the proofs and the evidences or the relation which is Shari'iyya pertaining to the Sharia. The Quran is an example. Admonished and then does not accept it. So there is none who could be more, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, could do more wrong than this one. And this is like the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala earlier in the chapter, in the same surah, فَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مِمَّنْ افْتَرَى عَلَى اللَّهِ كَذِبًا and who does more wrong than the one who invents a lie against Allah? So how can we understand these verses? Here, for example, in this verse, and who does more wrong than he who is reminded? So, meaning from those who are reminded and turn away. Who can do more wrong than he when he is reminded of the ayat of Allah? turns away so a man could be admonished and turn away but the greatest wrong then is to be reminded and admonished regarding the ayat of Allah 
his verses, his revelations and proofs and everything then after that and then he turns away from them and also in terms of inventing lies we know that a person can invent lies with respect to another person however the greatest wrong would be is to invent a lie against Allah and again the ayat of Allah are of two types kawni, universal and legal for example if someone is reminded concerning the universal signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is told that the eclipse of the sun and of the moon is a sign from Allah to install fear in the hearts of his slaves yet he turns away from that and he says the eclipse of the sun or of the moon is something natural this is a natural phenomenon and that there is no warning and nothing related to it this is called turning away this is called i'rab turning away and as to the turning away from the legal uh, commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then this is uh, yani, uh, too many to even uh, to mention here then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says turning away from them forgetting forgetting what deeds his hands have sent forth from disbelief from sins and from arrogance and the like which prevents him from accepting the truth because man and we seek refuge in Allah from this the more he submerges or indulges in sin then the more he will be turning away from accepting the truth as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described that in Surah As-Saf chapter 61 verse 5 so when they turned away Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turned their hearts away meaning from accepting the right path from the truth so when they turned away from the path of Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turned their hearts away from accepting the truth and therefore from this we can learn that from the severest forms of punishment regarding sins that man may be punished by the disease of the heart we seek refuge in Allah from this if man is punished by a form of you know losing someone he loves or a wealth that he loves to accumulate this is definitely a punishment it could be I mean losing a beloved one as a form of punishment yes losing something that he likes and loves as a form of punishment? Yes. However, if he is punished 
by the detachment of the heart then this punishment is the severest that it could afflict him يقول الإمام ابن القيم رحمه الله in a poetry he said والله ما خوف الذنوب فإنها by Allah I don't fear the sins فإنها لعلى طريق الغفو والغفران by Allah it is on the path of forgiveness and pardoning وإنما أخشى سلاخ القلب من تحكيم هذا الوحي والقرآن however the most I fear is the detachment of the heart from تحكيم هذا الوحي والقرآن from abiding to and turning to this revelation and Quran and to abide by it and by its commands and what it entails this is the meaning of the poetry والله ما خوف الذنوب فإنها لعلى طريق العفو والغفران إنما وإنما أخشى سلاخ القلب من تحكيم هذا الوحي والقرآن The most I fear is the detachment of the heart from taking this revelation and the Quran as a judge <coughs> This is indeed the thing which any sensible person really fears As to the masaib al-ukhra, the other afflictions, فهي كفارات It could be as expiations for sins and it could turn وربما تزيد العبد إيمانا it may turn to increase the faith and iman and belief of the slave then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says concerning those who turn away إِنَّا جَعَلْنَا عَلَىٰ قُلُوبِهِمْ أَكِنَّةً أَنْ يَفْقَهُوهُ وَفِي آذَانِهِمْ وَقْرًا Truly, we have set veils over their hearts. Akinnatan ala qulubihim, veils over their hearts. As to those who, in, uh, those who turn away. Truly, we have set veils over their hearts. Lest they should understand, meaning this Quran and the verses of Allah and His signs. Not only that, this is from the understanding. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala veils their hearts. وَفِي آذَانِهِمْ So, as to their understanding of the Qur'an, they are not going to understand it. And in this verse here, in this verse, in this, big, in this uh, statement, in this verse, حَثٌ عَلَى فِقْهِ الْقُرْآنِ We understand therefore from this, the motivation that we should understand the Quran and that the person who reads the Quran and understands what it means then he would be like the, on the way of the companions كما كان الصحابة as the صحابة may Allah be pleased with all of them لا يتجاوزون عشر آيات حتى يتعلموها they wouldn't exceed the reciting of ten verses until they you know memorize it and then يتعلموها and know what it means وما فيها من العلم والعمل and what it comprises from knowledge and actions and وفي آذانهم وقرأ and also not that and in their ears deafness veils over their hearts lest they should understand and in their ears deafness those who turn away so 
the hearts covered veiled so it cannot understand the ears deaf so they can't listen so they can't listen to the truth and they can't understand it then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and if you O Muhammad sallallahu and if you call them to guidance even then they will never be guided so if you guide them by showing them the way to the truth they are not going to be guided as long as their hearts are covered and veiled and their ears and in their ears deafness they are not going to be guided so from where are they going to get the guidance if their hearts are sealed and veiled and their ears there is deafness so the ears doesn't listen to the truth and the heart does not submit to the truth we seek refuge in Allah from this so if someone says هَلْ فِي هَذَا تَيْئِيسٌ لِلرَّسُولِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مِنْ أَنَّهُ وَإِنْ دَعَى لَا يُقْبَلْ مِنْهُ أَوْ فِيهِ تَسْلِيَةٌ لَهُ If someone now may ask the question, is this, does this mean that this is like, you know, making the Prophet ﷺ hopeless regarding their, their belief? I mean, that's it. Or it is a form of comfort to him. Or is it a form of comfort? The answer is, in this there is comfort to the Prophet وسلم, And if they are not going to accept the truth, then don't worry about them. Don't feel despaired. Verily they are not going to be guided. Even then they will never be guided. This brings the end of verse 57. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the next verse says, وَرَبُّكَ الْغَفُورُ ذُ الرَّحْمَةِ وَرَبُّكَ الْغَفُورُ ذُ الرَّحْمَةِ لَوْ يُؤَاخِذُهُمْ بِمَا كَسَبُوا لَعَجَّلَ لَهُمُ الْعَذَابِ بَلْ لَهُمْ مَوْعِدٌ لَيَّجِدُوا مِن دُونِهِ مَوْئِلًا And your Lord is most forgiving. ذُ الرَّحْمَةِ Owner of mercy. لَوْ يُؤَاخِذُهُمْ بِمَا كَسَبُوا and this is comfort, another comfort to the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam, from another angle. Because the Prophet you know, he might say, لِمَاذَا لَمْ يُعَاجَلُوا بِالْعُقُوبَةِ Why they are not being, you know, earned the punishment, and hasten, the punishment is hastened for them. كَيْفَ يُكَذِّبُونَنِي How come they belie me, وَأَنَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ وَلَمْ يُعَاقِبْهُمْ And I am the messenger of Allah, yet he didn't hasten the punishment for them. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it him to made him to be comfortable regarding this and made it clear to him. Annahu Allah is the most forgiving. Most forgiving means Al Ghafur is the one who covers these sins and he pardons them. The Rahma, Sahib Rahma, owner of mercy, <coughs> who is clement to his <coughs> servant who sins. وَلِهَذَا قَالْ And that's why he said then لَوْ يُؤَاخِذُهُمْ بِمَا كَسَبُوا لَوْ أَرَادَ اللَّهِ In Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had he will أَنْ يُؤَاخِذِ النَّاسِ بِمَا كَسَبُوا Held to hold people to account for what they have earned لَعَجَّلَ لَهُمُ الْعَذَابِ Then surely he would have hastened their punishment And this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it clear in Surah Fatir Again in Surah Fatir he mentioned uh, which is Surah 35 verse 45 
ولو يؤاخذ الله الناس بما كسبوا ما ترك على ظهرها من دابة ولكن يؤخرهم إلى أجل مسمى and if Allah were to punish men for what they have earned he would not leave a moving living creature on the surface of the earth but he gives them respite to an appointed term and when their term comes then verily Allah is our all seer of all his slaves بل لهم موعد then definitely but they have an appointed time لن يجدوا من دونه موئلا beyond which they will find no escape So it means that they are not going to be saved from the punishment if the punishment is delayed to befall them because they have an appointment. They have no place to run to. And this will be on the day of resurrection. وَهَذَا يَوْمُ الْقِيَامَةِ And it could, it could also mean وَيُحْتَمَلْ أَنْ يَكُونَ مَا يَحْصُلُ لِلْكُفَّارِ مِنَ الْقَتْلِ عَلَىٰ أَيْدِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ and it also could mean this punishment could be in the form of the killing that may be inflicted on the kafirs on the hands of the believers meaning in the battlefield Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in surah At-Tawbah chapter 9 verse 14 and 15 قاتلوهم 14 and 15 yes قاتلوهم يعذبهم الله بأيديكم ويخزهم fight against them so that Allah will punish them by your hands so this could be you know that they may take the punishment here ويخزهم and disgrace them and give you victory over them وينصركم عليهم ويشفي صدور قوم مؤمنين and give you victory over them and heal the breasts of believing people وَيُذْهِبَ غَيْضَ قُلُوبِهِمْ and remove the anger of their the believers' hearts so it really could take uh, both meaning is that what's intended could refer to the punishment that may be inflicted upon them through the fighting which will occur with them and this could take place in this life or as to that which will befall them and that is inevitable on the day of resurrection so this brings the end of verse 58. We go to verse 59. وَتِلْكَ الْقُرَىٰ أَهْلَكْنَاهُمْ لَمَّا ظَلَمُوا وَجَعَلْنَا لِمَهْلِكِهِمْ مَوْعِدًا القرى تلك القرى And these towns, referring to the previous nations, the towns Ad and Thamud and others. So these تلك القرى and this denotes that what's intended by the towns, its people, its population. And also the towns, when they uh, are mentioned in the Quran, they could also refer to the towns, meaning the house residences and uh, the uh, which constitutes the town. So sometimes it could denote the, denote the people and those and these towns, Ad and Thamud the inhabitants of these towns were destroyed when they did wrong and we appointed a fixed time for their destruction and also it could mean you know the town as a town like in surat which are you know the residences as a whole like in surat al-ankabut 29 
uh, 29:31 when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says inna muhliku ahli hadhihi al-qarya in 29:31 okay now verily we are going to destroy the people ahl of this town so the town now here came the ahl came before the people came before and then of this town هذه القرية and this you know refers to القرية here it means المساكن المجتمعة which is which constitutes the town the houses which con- and the residences which constitutes makes up a city or a town نعم and also Allah سبحانه وتعالى could refer to the قرى as to mean the inhabitants the towns the people as in Surah Al-Qasas uh, 2859 Al-Qasas 2859 and never will your Lord destroy the towns here it means the populations until he sends to their mother town a messenger reciting to them our verses and never would we destroy the towns unless the people thereof are wrongdoers. So, when, uh, and the wrongdoing here, it means in this verse in Surah, 50, in Surah Al-Kahf, وَتِلْكَ الْقُرَىٰ أَهْلَكْنَاهُمْ لَمَّا ظَلَمُوا This ظُلْم, the wrongdoing here means the kufr, it means disbelief. Meaning when they, and these towns, we destroy them when they did wrong. And the wrong here means the حِينَ كَفَرُوا When they disbelieved. وَجَعَلْنَا لِمَهْلِكِهِمْ مَوْعِدًا And we appointed a fixed time for their destruction. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does what He wishes. If He wishes to hasten the punishment, He would do so. If He wishes to delay it, He would do so. However, in either case, when the time appointed comes, then it is going to come without any delay. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that's why Nuh alayhi salam said to His people, in Surah Nuh 71 verse 4 He Allah will forgive you of your sins and respite you to an appointed term verily the term of Allah when it comes cannot be delayed if you but knew so it is a fixed time with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala necessitated by His wisdom subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then we go now to verse 60. Verse 60 and here become, begins the story of Musa and with Al-Khidr. The story of Musa with Al-Khidr. وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى لِفَتَاهُ لَا أَبْرَحُ حَتَّى أَبْلُغَ مَجْمَعَ الْبَحْرَيْنِ أَوْ أَمْضِيَ حُقُبًا and remember when Musa told his boy servant and his boy servant is Yusha bin Nun his name is Yusha Yusha ibn Nun And this has an origin to this uh, story came also in Sahih al-Bukhari. Uh, 
in the hadith reported by Ubay bin Ka'b, may Allah be pleased with him, that he heard Allah's Messenger وسلم, saying, Musa السلام, Moses got up to deliver a speech before the children of Israel. فقام أحدهم وقال هل على وجه الأرض أعلم منك and he was asked someone stood up from amongst them and asked him and he was asked who is the most learned person amongst the people Musa replied I am the most learned so this is because of his pre-assumption Musa alayhi salam أنه لا أحد that there is no one who is more knowledgeable than him Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he admonished him for that for he did not ascribe knowledge to Allah alone so so Allah revealed to him revealed to him that there is a slave who is more knowledgeable than you At the junction of the two seas, there is a slave of ours who is more learned than you. And he gave him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inspired to Musa alayhi salam, gave him a mark. And he said, take a fish and put it in a basket. And then proceed. Set out and where you lose the fish you will find him. So he took the fish in a miktal, in a miktal which is a large basket and went with his السلام, with his boy with servant boy Yusha bin Nun So Musa took a fish and put it in this basket and set out along with his boy servant Yusha bin Nun the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, is saying this in the hadith which is in Sayyid al-Bukhari till they reached in order to see, you know, who is this person who is more knowledgeable than him, in order to learn from him. <clears throat> Till they reached a rock on which they both lay their heads and slept. As to this uh, junction of the two seas, Allah knows best as to where it is exactly. And it is said that it is the junction between the Red Sea and the White Sea, which is the Mediterranean. And before, meaning before this canal was opened, which is the Swiss Canal now, there was a land between both of them. And yani, this is as, uh, as our Shaykh Rahimahullah said in his explanation of the Surah, he said, وَهَذَا لَيْسَ بِبَعِيدٍ يعني This is yani, close to not far from being uh, the case that it may be at this junction of the two seas the Red Sea and the Mediterranean, the White Sea so so till they, they moved Musa and uh, his boy, his servant boy Yusha bin Nun till they reached a rock on which they both lay their heads and slept the fish moved fig- uh, the, the fish now moved vigorously in the basket and got out of it 
and fell into the sea and fell into the sea and there it took its way through the sea straight as in a tunnel straight as in a tunnel all of this is from Sayyid Bukhari now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stopped the current of water on both sides of the way created by the fish and so that way was like a tunnel so when they woke up when Musa got up his companion forgot to tell him about the fish and so they carried on and we know that the fish now took in inside the sea and formed this tunnel shape movement by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so when Musa got up his companion forgot to tell him about the fish and so they carried on their journey till the rest of the day and the whole night and this is from the, from the ayat of Allah this is from the yani, great signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that here the water this fish falls in the sea and took its way through the sea in this form Allah stopped the current of water on both sides and this is an ayah Allahu Akbar these are from the ayat otherwise we know that if a fish moves in the sea water will come from on it from all sides And the, the sign here, from the signs of Allah, there are two signs here. First, this, this fish was dead. And that they were to eat from it. Then it became alive. And entered the sea. And these are from the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when Musa got up, his companion forgot to tell him about the fish. And so they carried on their journey during the rest of the day and the whole of the night. And the next morning, and the next morning, Musa asked his boy servant, as Allah subhanahu wa tells us in uh, verse 62, فَلَمَّا جَاوَزَا So when they had passed further on beyond that fixed place, which Allah revealed to Musa, so when they, ba- they had passed further on beyond the fixed place, Musa said to his boy, bring us our morning meal. Truly we have suffered much fatigue in this own journey. Look at this. In this, our journey, in this, uh, this is very important. So we, you know, we passed the place. So here Musa, this fatigue that touched them, uh, he is not referring to the journey from the beginning, from where they initiated the travel. وَلَكِنْ مِنْ حِينِ مَا فَارَقَا الصَّخْرَ But from the point when they have left that rock where they slept. And that's why he ordered the, the meal. The scholars of Islam said, and, these, and this constitutes one of the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because they have traveled earlier a longer journey and nothing of fatigue touched them. However, when they bypassed the appointed place where 
Al-Khidr is this knowledgeable man whom Allah spoke to him about him they suffered fatigue so that why? so that min ajli alla yatamadaya fil bu'di anil makan lest they go far beyond the fixed place subhanallah la ilaha illallah so Musa did not get tired till he had passed the place which Allah which Allah had ordered him to seek after so his boy servant then said to him in verse 63 do you remember when we betook do you remember when we betook ourselves to the rock there Indeed, I forgot the fish, but not but Satan, Shaitan made me forget to remember it. It took its course into the sea in a strange way. So he said, "I, I, I you know, indeed forgot the fish, meaning forgot to look at it and uh, uh, see what it needs and so forth. Otherwise, the fish was in the in the basket. They knew what, where it was." And it took its course into the sea in a strange way. It's he's expressing his amazement for what he saw from the sign of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Musa knew. So this was the tunnel for the fish and for Musa and his boy swim. There was astonishment. Musa said in 64 now, this is what we have been seeking. So they went back retracing their footsteps. Retracing their footsteps. So they both returned retracing their footsteps till they reached the rock. And behold, the Prophet said, there they found a man covered with a garment there they found a man covered with a garment then they found one of our slaves and we unto him we had we had bestowed mercy from us and whom we had taught knowledge from us so there they found a man covered with the garment Musa greeted him Musa السلام, greeted him and this man's name is Al-Khidr the Prophet وسلم, said Al-Khidr said Musa meaning Moses Moses Al-Khidr Al-Khidr al said astonishingly he said is there such a greeting in your land Musa Moses said I am Musa I am Moses so Al-Khidr said are you the Musa the Moses of the children of Israel 
Musa Moses said yes and added I have come to you so that you may teach me something of that knowledge which you have been taught now so who is Al-Khidr? Allah described him as one of our righteous slaves is he from the awliya the friends of Allah whom Allah bestowed miracles upon or he is or is he an inspired prophet all of that is possible however the texts indicate that he is not a messenger nor that he is a prophet that he is a righteous slave Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him miracles Allah so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes clear that Musa that Musa alayhi salam that Moses la yuhitu bi kulli shay'in ilma Musa alayhi salam does not encompass everything with his knowledge wa annahu yafutu min al-ilmi shay'un kathir and that he misses a great deal of knowledge then Allah describes this slave al-khidr by saying atainahu rahmatan min 'indina atainahu rahmatan min 'indina we have bestowed mercy upon him from us وَعَلَّمْنَاهُ مِنْ لَدُنَّا عِلْمًا meaning we have given him knowledge where others don't know of وَهُوَ عِلْمُ الْغَيْبِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed upon him from the knowledge of the unseen in this particular story it is not a ilm of nubuwa it is not a knowledge of prophethood وَلَكِنَّهُ عِلْمٌ خَاصٌ وَلَكِنَّهُ It's a specific knowledge because this knowledge whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made available which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave al-khadr cannot be لا يمكن إدراكه can't be comprehended and it is not based on something يعني محسوس seen and and physical It is part of the unseen, some of the unseen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him knowledge where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he made it a special knowledge, البشر, not known to mankind. In this specific case. So Musa told him, قَالَ لَهُ مُوسَى هَلْ أَتَّبِعُكَ عَلَىٰ أَن تُعَلِّمَنِ مِمَّا عُلِّمْتَ رُجْدًا Musa told him and this is a very important benefit here قَالَ هَلْ أَتَّبِعُكَ وَهَذَا عَرْضٌ لَطِيفٌ وَتَوَاضُعٌ In a humble request he said May I follow you May I follow you so that you teach me something of that knowledge which you have been taught تَأَمَّلْ هَذَا الْأَدَبْمَعْ مِنْ مُوسَى عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ comprehend and try to think and contemplate this manner this great manners of of Musa alayhi salam knowing that Musa afdalu minh is better than him better than al-khadr wakana indallahi wajiha and he was honored with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yet yatalattaf ma'ahu yet he speaks to him kindly why? لأنه سوف يأخذ منه علما لا يعلمه موسى 
because he is going to acquire knowledge which from him which Musa does not know of. And in this there is evidence that the seeker of knowledge أن يتلطف مع شيخه ومع أستاذه وأن يعامله بالإكرام and this is evidence and proof that the seeker of knowledge the student of knowledge should be kind with his sheikh and with his teacher and he should treat him with honor then ثم بين موسى that Musa is telling him that he is not you know after him to eat from his food or to drink from his drinks ولكن على أن تعلمني مما علمت رجدا This is the goal that you teach me something of that knowledge which you have been taught and there is no doubt that Al-Khidr will be pleased for someone to take knowledge from him and وكل إنسان and every man أعطاه الله علما whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed knowledge upon him ينبغي أن يفرح أن يؤخذ منه هذا العلم should be pleased that this knowledge is taken from him is delivered to others لأن العلم الذي يؤخذ من الإنسان في حياته it is because that the knowledge taken from a person in this life ينتفع به بعد وفاته that he will benefit from it after his death كما جاء في الحديث الصحيح as reported in the authentic hadith where the Prophet said, إِذَا مَاتَ الْإِنسَانٌ قَطْعَ عَمَلُهُ إِلَّا مِنْ ثَلَاثٍ When man dies, then his actions cease to stop, meaning to benefit from, except from three. صَدَقَةٌ جَارِيَةٌ Continuous charity. أو عِلْمٍ يُنْتَفَعُ بِهِ For knowledge that he may benefit from. أو وَلَدٍ صَالِحٍ يَدْعُ لَهُ أو وَلَدٍ صَالِحٍ يَدْعُ لَهُ Or a righteous son. Who invokes Allah for him? So what? What was the response of Al Khadr? Here, Musa alayhi salam told him, "You know, I have come to you so that you may teach me something of that knowledge which you have been taught." Al Khadr said in verse sixty-seven, "Verily, you will not be able to have patience with me." The Prophet ﷺ said in the hadith, O Musa, the Khidr now, saying, O Musa, I have some of Allah's knowledge which He has bestowed upon me, but you don't know, you don't know it. And you too have some of Allah's knowledge which He has bestowed upon you, but I don't know it. So Musa, what did Musa say? He said, If Allah wills, you will find me patient and I will not disobey you in ought. If Allah will, you will find me patient and I will not disobey you. But Al-Khidr reminded him and he knew. Al-Khidr he knew because Allah informed him. You know, he, he was giving it in a, in a question because he knew what's going to, what's going to come. Al-Khidr. So he, in, in verse 68 before this, he said, وَكَيْفَ تَصْبِرُوا قَالَ إِنَّكَ لَمْ تَسْتَطِعَ مَعِيَ صَبْرًا You're not going to be patient with me. وَكَيْفَ تَصْبِرُوا عَلَى مَا لَمْ تُحِطْ بِهِ خُبْرًا and how can you have patience about a thing which you know not? Where is the evidence here? Where is the evidence? Aina dalil? Aina dalil al khubr anna Musa lam yuhat bidalika khubra. Where is the evidence that Musa alayhi salam, you know, was not aware? 
the answer is he said Musa in the earlier verse he said to him you know Musa when he said to him may I follow you so that you teach me something and this tells that he doesn't know as to the knowledge which Al-Khidr had so ماذا قال له موسى عليه السلام in verse 69 which we put there موسى said if Allah will قال ستجدني إن شاء الله صابرا ولا أعصي لك أمرا ولا أعصي لك أمرا if Allah will if Allah will look at this look at this condition if Allah will you will find me patient and I will not disobey you in aught so Musa is telling him as to what he you know, is convinced regarding himself. Meaning, during that hour, during that moment, that he is going to be patient. Yet he linked it to the Mashi'ah. Yet he linked it to the Mashi'ah, which is, if Allah wills. Why? Lest this become Lest this become as a matter of, you know, false pride in himself. Musa salam. And in his saying, and in his Musa saying, you will find me patient. Satajiduni, inshaAllah. If Allah will, you will find me. This is like the saying of Ismail, of Ismail, the son of Ibrahim. May Allah sallam, be upon both of them. Lamma qala lahu abu, when Ibrahim, his father, told him, Inni ara fil manami anni azbahuk, as in Surah al Safat 37. One or two. Inni ara fil manami anni adbahuka tanzur mada tara. Kala ya abatif alma tu'mar. Satajiduni in sha allahu minas sabri. And when he, his son, was old enough to walk with him and he said, Oh my son, I have seen in a dream that I am slaughtering you, offer you a sacrifice to Allah. So look what you think. He said, Oh my father, do that which you are commanded, inshallah, if Allah will, this is the point of evidence, you shall find me of as-sabirin, the patient ones, etc. And here Musa told al-Khidr, satajiduni inshallah sabiran, if Allah wills, you will find me also patient. Asbir ala ma taf'an, I'll be patient concerning that which you will do. Wa ma bihi tu'mar, and I will comply with that which you are commanded. وَلَا أَعْصِي لَكَ عَمْرًا I'm not disobey you, disobey you or not. So he promised him two things. Patience and compliance. قَالَ الْخِضْرِ In response, Al-Khidr told him, قَالَ فَإِنِ اتَّبَعْتَنِي قَالَ فَإِنِ اتَّبَعْتَنِي The next verse please, verse 70. Yes, he said, then if you follow me, فَلَا تَسْأَلْنِي عَنْ شَيْءٍ Ask me not about anything حَتَّى أُحْدِثَ لَكَ مِنْهُ ذِكْرًا Until or till I myself mention it to you. And he told him, if you follow me, and he knows, Al-Khadr, he knows that he's going to follow him. فَلَا تَسْأَلْنِي عَنْ شَيْءٍ Then ask me not about anything which I will do حَتَّى أُحْدِثَ لَكَ مِنْهُ ذِكْرًا This حَتَّى here until I tell you the reason and this is in this there is a point of benefit this is a direction and education from a teacher 
to the one who is acquiring knowledge from him that he should not hasten to respond to his teacher but should wait until he gives him a reason for that particular matter and this is from the etiquette of the one seeking knowledge that he should not hasten into response until the matter is clear so now they set on verse 71 قال أخرقتها لتغرق أهلها لقد جئت شيئا إمرا so they both proceeded they moved they moved when they embarked the ship so after that both of them the Prophet ﷺ said proceeded along the sea coast till a ship passed by and they requested the crew to let them go on board the crew recognized Al-Khidr the Prophet ﷺ said the crew recognized Al-Khidr and allowed them to get on board free of charge when they got on board suddenly Musa saw that Al-Khidr had pulled out one of the planks of the ship with an edge he pulled one of the planks of the ship with an edge, Musa alayhi salam, Moses alayhi salam said to him, said to him, "Akharaktaha litughriqa ahlaha." And the Prophet sallallahu you know, you, you told him, he told him, Musa, have you? Cuttled it in order to drown its people? Verily, you have committed a thing, Imra, Munkar, evil, bad, dreadful thing. The Prophet ﷺ now said that Musa said to the Khidr here, said to the Khidr, These people gave us a free lift, yet you have cuttled their ship so as to drown its people verily you have committed a thing munkar, evil, bad, dreadful thing so the first condition was not met Lam yasbir Musa alayhi salam was impatient why? because this is an enormous matter a very problematic مشكلتها عظيمة سفينة في البحر a ship in the sea he scuttles it to drown it in the Tughriqa Ahla so that you know the outcome will be to drown its people meaning meaning if you if you scuttle it then you know its people will drown We have no doubt, there is no doubt that Musa alayhi salam la yadri ma gharadu al-khidr He doesn't know the objective of al-khidr Musa alayhi salam doesn't know the objective of al-khidr Yet also on the other hand 
He knows أنه لا يريد أن يغرق أهلها He knows that he doesn't want to drown its people Because if he intended so Then the first who will be drowned Will be Al-Khadr Al-Musa However here the lamb in لِتُغْرِقَ In the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to لِتُغْرِقَ Is the lamb of Al-Aqibah Meaning the outcome would be Just like the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala concerning, concerning Musa himself with the people of Fir'aun As in Surah Al-Qasas 28 uh, verse 8 This lamb is very important لِيَكُونَ لَهُمْ عَدُوًّا وَحَزَنًا فَالْتَقَطَهُ So then the household of Fir'aun, the Pharaoh, Pharaoh picked him up, picked Musa up that, that he might, look at this That he might become for them an enemy and a cause of grief So if one comes and asks us a question Did they pick him up so that he, you know, uh, becomes an enemy to them? Is this their objective? No one would say this But this is as to the outcome This is what it means So here he told him لَقَدْ جِئْتَ شَيْئًا imra. Indeed you have committed something very munkar, evil, bad and dreadful thing يعني it tells us كَانَ مُوسَى شَدِيدًا قَوِيًّا فِي ذَاتِ اللَّهِ Musa alayhi salam was strong when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَهُوَ أَنْكَرْ عَلَيْهِ So he denounced that which came from him and that he made it clear that, that his action, the outcome of it will be dreadful and in this saying therefore he strongly denounced him when he said Imra this Imra يعني, is, is, is very munkar, is very evil and bad and dreadful thing so what happened? Al-Khidr said verse 72 please قَالَ أَلَمْ أَقُلْ إِنَّكَ لَمْ تَسْتَطِيعَ مَعِيَ الصَّبْرَ He, Al-Khidr, said, Did I not tell you that you would not be able to have patience with me? فَاعْتَذَرَ مُوسَى فَاعْتَذَرَ So he apologized in the verse 73. Musa said, apologizing, قَالَ لَا تُؤَاخِذْنِي Call me not to account for what I forgot. وَلَا تُرْهِقْنِي مِنْ أَمْرِ عُسْرًا And be not hard upon me for my affair with you. And it is why I forgot, because the matter is, was in a very intense... You scuttle this ship, and the people are on it. This, يعني, made him forget. من شدة مواقع ذلك, because of the intensity of it on him. And also, don't be hard upon me for my affair As if this, subhanallah As if this, وَكَأَنَّ هَذَا وَاللَّهُ أَعْلَمْ تَوْطِئَةٌ لِمَا يَأْتِي بَعْدَهُ Says the statement here, and be not hard upon me for my affair It is as if it is a prelude to what will come next And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the most high knows best We stop here, inshallah ta'ala And we continue next week Our discussion, our explanation of Surah Al-Kath 
Kah, this great uh, surah. Uh, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make of what was explained today uh, a benefit for myself and for all of you. And uh, wa jazakumullah khairan wa barakallahu fikum.